Welcome to another episode of Gotta Get Up, a podcast for New York Liberty fans. Brian Florentin and Erica L. Ayala here live at Barclays Center right after the final regular season game of the 2023 season. We're going to recap that and then break down the rest of the playoffs coming up on this episode of Gotta Get Up. Gotta Get Up! Gotta Get Up! Hey, women's basketball fans, welcome to Gotta Get Up, a podcast for New York Liberty fans brought to you by Black Rosie Media and hosted by Erica L. Ayala. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Another episode of Gotta Get Up where Brian and I are right here in Barclays Center. Brian, it was Washington at New York Liberty. And as it turns out, that is exactly the matchup that we are going to see starting Friday in the WNBA playoffs. But this one was looking like it might go to overtime and then Slim called game. Yeah, that was a beautiful alley-oop pass that, um, that, that they executed out of bounds. It's just like, with plays like that, especially with under second, you need to have everything go exactly right. And Sykes getting to her spot, being able to just rise just high enough above Stewie, who made a tremendous block like half a second earlier. So it felt like everything went exactly right for Washington. And I think for that group, gave them a really positive end to their season. After they lost on Friday, Eric Tipo was like, they asked him if he was just going to sit people because they got the seven seed lock. And he's like, no, I can't because I want them to end on a high note. It doesn't feel good to lose like that, like how they did Friday night. We want to make sure we're playing well going to the playoffs and mission accomplished. We're taking our mics away. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. And I love that you mentioned that because I was able to head over to Washington's post-game media availability, which we usually don't do this, but I'm going to post the whole thing for y'all because it is comedy. I know Sydney Colson and T-Play have a show coming out, but I think Slim and Tosh need their own show. Let's take you over to Washington post-game. Never. Never. <laughs> we just made a decision. When he called the timeout, out, we literally were like, you'll walking. see us walking. I said, he was like, I'm throwing it. Shoot it. <laughs> we knew that so, most likely there's going to be a log. Mm-hmm. She's probably going to take it out. I'm probably going to be the person receiving the log. Ah, Pepper! Hey, so, um, yeah, it was just one of those things where we had our minds made up that mm-hmm. we were not trying to go into overtime again because the last time we did didn't end so well. And as soon as I saw her one, two, I said, and release. Yep. So it's just one of those things where you just got to shoot the ball. I, just like to say, I threw that. She did. Because when you was out of bounds, I purposely took the step. I know. Back I was about so I to say, I'm like, damn, JJ kind of big. That, and then that's why I took my two steps so big. When I stood up on her, it was like, <laughs> when I took a step back, it was like this. I said, okay, I can see. Yeah, no, you do it perfectly, bro. It was like <laughs> so perfect. So that's what Washington had to say after the game. Slim broke that play down beautifully, expertly. She talked also about being able to anticipate somewhat uh, because she played with Stewie before. And just knowing players' tendencies in the WNBA because these players do play overseas together and, and the like, but also being able to communicate with her own teammates, asking Elena Deladon to step a little bit lower in the block so that she could push New York's defense a little bit lower, closer to the baseline. That gives her a shot closer to the rim. She also talked about Tosh Cloud and knowing that Tosh was going to float it. I thought it was also hilarious <laughs> when you saw the clip that the, the two of them, so they came out of the huddle. Presumably Washington had a conversation about what they wanted to see in the huddle. And then those two went to each other and it's like, all right, this is what we're going to do. And I think it was Tosh that was like, you know, not is not 
no shade, no disrespect to Tebow, to Eric, but we knew what we wanted to do. Yeah. I love <laughs> when players have chemistry like that because they just know, oh, I'm going to put it exactly here, and only you know how to get there, and I, I, I know you got it. I'm going to get that. Exactly. We make it work. And that's what the type of communication, the type of trust, um, and the confidence, quite mm-hmm. honestly, that you need. So now let's talk about things on the New York Liberty side. I think that for a team that had been trending so much to what I think is likely the closest we'd seen to their max capacity, I don't think we saw that today. Yeah, something interesting that Sandy mentioned was that she said they didn't play as physically as she'd like. And during their winning streak, they'd be able to sort of like out tough teams and really be able to sort of like win a brawl. Like if you go back to that Dallas game, it was super physical, super intense, and they were able to sort of like get cooking all the way through and and hold on at the end. They didn't really have that. That, that level of physicality today, Stewie and KT almost, it's not like they put their, they took their foot off the gas, so to speak, but I guess since they knew that they were locked into the two no matter what, it's like, do I want to, still want to hit the gas a little bit harder when I don't necessarily have to? Right. They, 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 they're competitors and they want to win. And sure. then when they, when they made their run, you saw how everything was dialed oh, yeah. in the way it was. So I think if for them, if they started, if, they, if they're able to like match the physicality with Washington a little bit more, I think, it, I think it'll serve them right. And I think ultimately, it's almost similar to how in college basketball, when a team is undefeated, they're like, oh, should they lose before the tournament starts? You know, just so you have a feel of a loss. They had been that this this winning streak was the second longest in franchise history. Yeah. So it's like, okay, would if if you lose a game to Washington, would you rather lose in game 40 of the postseason or game one when everything is game for the regular season or game one when 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 we're all back to zero zero? Right. So it's like, hey, if you're gonna if you're gonna lose, might as well take an L now, yeah. take a few days, recalibrate, give yourself that little extra bit of motivation so that way when Friday night comes, you you dialed it. And what stood out to you from what Sandy Brondello and JJ and, and MJ were saying post game about kind of that trying to strike that balance. Yeah, like JJ mentioned that she treated it like a playoff game in a sense where mm-hmm. she was really able to sort of like attack on offense, really have a big presence on the interior. Mm-hmm. So that's something that she was really wanting to focus on. Sandy just mentioned just sort of like cleaning up a few things, like matching the field scouts a little bit more. So I think for New York, it's a situation where even though this was like their C game, so to speak, mm-hmm. it was still down to the wire, which I think speaks to how good they've gotten. And I think it also speaks to like their level of okay, they they this is a group that when they've been down, they always want to get back up. Right. I think after the game against the Sparks on Thursday, I think it was their fourth victory from coming back from down at least 14 points. Mm-hmm. So this team knows, okay, when they, they know when they're down, they can get back up, they can really go on those runs and really figure things out in that way. So I think for them, it's just a matter of studying. And since it's the same team and you've seen them in really intense games, especially in this building. The first game here was overtime thriller. This mm-hmm. one down to the final seconds. Right. So they know what what's what to do with, with execution, how to put things together in the way that they need to. So I think it's gonna be a good it's gonna be a good learning lesson for them. And it's something where you you, you get staggered a little bit, which almost like almost like wakes you up out of like a perfect dream where it's like, oh, this is this you're in dreamland. Get back into reality and sort of like figure out how to get back to where you want to go. So I think a game like this will sort of help sharpen them up a little bit for this weekend. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, the final score was 90-88 mm-hmm. in favor of Washington. Obviously, it was Bernie Sykes with the the, you know, 
buzzer beater to, to win the game. And one thing that Washington definitely said is they did not want to go to overtime. <laughs> Neither did delivery. Yeah. We had JJ on the ball. So if we had 0.5 trying to get the biggest player out there to make it really hard. It was a great pass, obviously, from Clown. Brittany Sykes, she jumps higher than most players in this league. Uh, we really thought they were yeah, doing some kind of screen for uh, Daladon. Uh, but, you know, they got us on that curl. You know, she got it. It was a perfect pass and she made a tough shot. Um, so, you know, credit to them. Um, yeah, it was good execution on their half and maybe it was good that we didn't go to overtime. <laughs> right. I mean, both teams would have had a, the ability to rest, but it just, you know, it's something that you're thinking of. Mm. Um, obviously, both teams were thinking about it. Um, a little bit of a sleepy night for Stewie. We were in the fourth quarter and yeah. she, I believe, still had only three points. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was a lot of she mentioned she she talked with us in the scrum and she mentioned that she got some good looks that she wanted, they just weren't going in. Yep. But I think the great thing about Brianna Stewart is that even when her shot isn't falling, she's still active and putting her hands all over the court. Mm -hmm. And she wound up hitting the basket that tied the game in the end and yes. made if yeah, if <laughs> if 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 the if the clock man just sort of let the clock run a little <laughs> bit more, we might have had the block of the season to end regulation oh, before five minutes of overtime. But I think it still helps that she's able to really sort of put her imprint in the game really be able to sort of like be all over the court be captaining things out the way that she does so i think that even in games where she struggles it's like all right she's still such a presence that you can't just be like oh stewie's cold i could just like put my weakest defender on her i could just like ignore her a little bit the way she plays commands so much attention and that almost ultimate respect i think it's the same for deleton in a way where it's like yeah. deleton only had what six shots and yeah. she went she went for a while without even having shot attempts up but yeah, it's like oh deleton is still in the court that's the yeah. 50 40 90 player yeah i gotta make sure i'm dialed in 100 percent. absolutely absolutely i mean and speaking of elena deleton i mean we've had misha on Got to get up a podcast for New York Liberty fans, including our last episode. Mm -hmm. But we have been talking. Misha has joined us, and we've been talking about this Washington team. Mm -hmm. We, I mean, because Washington, again, watch the full post game. It's hilarious. But one of the things that Washington was talking about, like, you know, Connecticut Sun type disrespect that they felt was coming their way. And I feel like, Brian, we've talked about this. Yeah. Washington is not a team to be trifled with. Yeah, like, you know, I, I'm i still thinking about how I told people bet the house when they played <laughs> Vegas. And, and, you know, if 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 they, if they were healthy enough that game, you would have won a new house. So <laughs> I'm, I'm, even though I was wrong, I was still kind of <laughs> right in a sense. But for Washington, what's really great about them is that their, their backcourt defense is so strong and so tough. Mm -hmm. And I think mm -hmm. that it always makes for a tough challenge for guards. Yep. One thing for New York that I liked was that Sabrina was really able to like get going at a certain mm -hmm. point. After the game on Thursday, she went. Well, she started that game like oh for like it's not oh for eight to start, and then she wound up finishing with, with like a really strong sixteen or perfect yeah. from three after halftime. Yep. And she talked to us in post game. She was like, "That was just sort of shaking off the rust in a sense." Mm -hmm. And today she had a really excellent game: mm -hmm. six for nine for, from, from from the field, four for six from downtown, twenty-seven yep. and seven. Yep. So she's able to, 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 to sort of shake off that rust a little bit more, mm -hmm. have success against a really elite back court like Washington does have and mm -hmm. on nights where Stewie may not have it going you can still be like oh I have another high volume score who can still right. can bend the floor to its absolute limits and yes. create space for people on the inside we saw how JJ was able to sort of like have that yes. have that success in the paint she was really mm -hmm. able to, to do damage in that regard absolutely 
And I think just peeking a little bit ahead to this weekend, we're assuming Shakira Austin won't be available. I think she, I think last reporting I saw, she's supposed to go see a hip specialist, I believe. Yes. And so Eric Thibault talked about this pregame. I also visited Washington pregame. And Eric Thibault would not commit to a timeline. Mm. And part of that is because she's on her way to see a third specialist. Mm. And so it was Kareem Copeland who was here. He um, is a, the beat writer for the Washington Post <laughs> for the Washington Mystics. And, you know, was asking follow-up questions there. And again, Eric Thibault and the Washington Mystics would not commit one way or another, but I think you can deduce a few things. Yeah. It's going to take time to see an additional specialist and then get whatever the prognosis is there uh, or diagnosis. I guess it depends on on what, what they're looking at. Um, and then for the team and Shakira to decide how they want to, to proceed. Mm -hmm. So that's going to take some time. Is it going to take more time than tip-off on Friday? Yeah. Uh, the team will travel to New York, which is, uh, I'm calling it the Amtrak series, uh, but they will travel on Thursday. So it's, it's, it's closer than Vegas. Yeah. Oh boy. Could you imagine? And, you know, now to think about it, there was, there was the reporting from Howard McDonald at the next about how the league has sort of like reversed course on charter flight policy because they told us that, oh, everybody gets charters in the playoffs. And then all of a sudden, it was yep. like, oh, wait a minute about that, guys. Uh, when I said all playoffs, right. that depends. Right. So for, like, for all had the asterisk. Yes. <laughs> yes. Just like it's like really fine print that you like you need like super strong glasses, like yes. these to find. So for for a team like Washington, being on the East Coast is a blessing. Big, you you big don't difference. have to like lug all across you don't have to lug across the country That's and right. same time zone. Yeah, same time zone. Don't have to play Wednesday night. You have mm -hmm. you have an extra day just like rest your body up, right. get comfortable, yes. do what you need to do, and then make it back into like this neighborhood for a few yes. days, which is perfect. Yeah. So I think for the, the Mystics franchise, this worked out perfectly for them it's because ideal. yep, it's ideal. You don't have to expend any extra energy. You're in you're in the same time zone, you're in the same East Coast area. It's perfect. New York to DC is simple enough. Yeah. So I think it helps it helps the team in that regard. That yeah. way they don't have to sort of like lug all across the country just to just to play a big time matchup like this. I think it works out well. And I guess from a viewer's perspective, I was thinking about it during the game. It's kind of hilarious that we thought that Liberty Aces was going to be all the down to the wires game <laughs> when it turned out to be Liberty Mystics, yes. which I find to be yes. awesome. It's great. I mean, it's great for the league. And yes, Washington also talked about that. But we have some other matchups as mm -hmm. well. So we know that Minnesota will play Connecticut and then Chicago will schlep out to Vegas. Yep. So those are the games on Wednesday. And then it's Atlanta versus Dallas. And then, of course, Washington and the New York Liberty. Those will be the Friday games. Mm -hmm. um, who do you think could maybe be a spoiler? I mean, other than Washington. <laughs> but uh, potentially. But we, but we talked a lot about Washington. Who else do you like in the playoffs? For Dallas and Atlanta, I, I think I've made clear that I'm not the biggest dream guy. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like there's I feel like there's something missing with that team. I guess because mm. they're really young and they're down to bigs. That's yeah. why I'm I'm a little bit hesitant with them. But Dallas, I feel like the wings are so confusing to me. Like one day they'll muscle the Liberty in Brooklyn. They'll take it to the Aces in that they'll they'll muscle the Aces around. And then you look and it's like 
oh, they're arguing with the referees again. They're not getting back on defense again. Oh, they just got a they just got a technical. Even Crystal Dentrum, who 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 don't bother nobody, she got a technical. It's like, wait a minute, like guys, like what? Help me out here. Yeah. So I feel like that series has the potential to go to swing in so many so different many variables. Drama. Yeah, I think what I would say to to kind of latch on to what you're saying is that both of these teams, like you mentioned, are young, but they have, I mean, the talent is undeniable. Yep. And they are temperamental. Mm -hmm. They're a temperamental team. I mean, how many times have we talked on this show about JJ? Imagine like a team of JJs, (laughs) (laughs) you know, whether it's that they're just tired, which sometimes when the body is tired or the mind is tired, Mm -hmm. then, you know, you're just, you have a short fuse. Um, But I think also being able to settle in, and that's actually something, talking about the physicality for New York, I actually thought they were very composed in this game, Uh which I liked, but it really stood out to me um, that it was more Washington that was a little bit spirited and fired up at times, really off the hop in this game. And so I think there's a balance that the Liberty have to find. Mm -hmm. I loved that they weren't really nitpicking on every little thing. That being said, you don't want to lose all of your fire. And I think it was, it was a tame, it was a tame game for the New York Liberty. So um, I think you're right that Atlanta uh, Dallas series has a lot of potential to be pretty spicy. Yes, a series full of antics, if you will. (laughs) Antics, I love it. Oh my goodness. Well, we're going to end this episode here. Brian and I will both be around in New York. We will be at game one. And we are going to try to coordinate schedules so we can get Misha back on again because we have to preview the series now. We're going to have to preview the series. And then um, WNBA award ballots are due later tonight. The pressure is on for the voter. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to it. (laughs) I am not looking forward to it. But since you do have at least one voter here on this podcast, got to get up, a podcast for New York Liberty fans brought to you by Black Rosie Media. That means we get to talk about it. Yeah. (laughs) So stay tuned. Thank you as always for tuning in. Make sure you are following Black Rosie Media and of course the local W for all of our recaps of what is not just the New York Liberty season, but what we think is going to be a pretty exciting playoffs. Remember Uh it's a three game series, best of three, all teams play in the first round. No more buys. We're done with that. No more, no more single game eliminations. Oh gosh. Single game eliminations. What a time, but um, we're pretty excited. We're going to have more hashtag content for you. So uh, be well, everyone take a breath, take a beat, and we'll be back uh, before Friday's game. Peace out everybody. 